love you, Green Bay. Thank you. And uh, I'm as sad as, as uh, some of you are, but, uh, you know, we'll meet again. That is Aaron Rodgers earlier today on the Pat McAfee Show. Jason Wilde is half of Wilde and Tausch. we got the athletic part of the duo coming up during the 5 o'clock hour. We have the brains behind that entire operation with us right now. Jason with us on the hotline. Hello, Jason. I beg your pardon? Are, are, you, are you upset that I didn't call you athletic or that I did I mean, call you smart? Um, that's a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, it's hard. I, 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 I'm, just, I'm just so thrown by everything that's uh, transpired today. I don't know if I should be offended or not. So... I want to I want to start with this. Uh, you earlier today you tweeted out that these are the questions you wanted answered by Aaron Rodgers today. How he found out the Packers didn't want him, under what circumstances he would have stayed, and what he might have done differently in 2022 if he'd known it would end this way. Based on what you heard today, were those questions answered? Certainly not the last one. Uh, you know, I I would have. You know, again, he and I have a lot of history together. Uh, I do. You know, journalistically, I've tried to be very fair and honest in my assessments of him. I've certainly been critical of him, at least in the last several years, most significantly. Um, You know, when we did the radio show together eons ago, um, he told me the very first time, I don't want you to ever pull any punches. You don't have to ever get my permission to ask any questions. I know your journalism ethics mean a lot to you. I can handle whatever you ask me. I always respected him for that. And I took him up on it. Uh, I don't think if people listened back then, uh, they ever thought that I pulled punches with him. If there was an important question that needed to be asked, I asked it. I would like I would like to have heard him be asked what he might have done differently. Uh, I would have liked to have heard him uh, when he said that he believes in direct communication. If hey, did you call Goody and say hey, just shoot me straight? Do you guys not want me back? Uh, certainly there is a failure on both sides, in my opinion, of this relationship that the communication was insufficient. And that's part of the reason why we are where we are and why he is out there telling us that he intends to play for the New York Jets, but that the Packer and that the Packers don't want him anymore. We all kind of knew that that kind of leaked out, but now they're still in kind of a holding pattern because they can't agree on what the trade will look like. It, it felt like closure to me on his career in Green Bay, Jason. Did it feel to you like a, hello, New York, I'm coming? No, I, I mean, and I, Greg, I think he, he was pretty clear about that too, right? Like he wanted to make sure that this was, I mean, he's not a Jet yet, right? Like, I mean, I, there's a limit to what he, you know, felt like he could talk about. And I think it was, I will give him this, uh, you know, I, there were certainly things that I wish he would have broached subject-wise. There are certainly things I wish he would have been asked. But I do think, you know, whether you still like him or not, and, and I've always, and you guys know this, I've always said he is the ultimate Rorschach test, man. You look at that uh, finger paint or whatever that stuff is, and then you see whatever image you envision in it. It is a reflect how you view Aaron Rodgers is the Rorschach test of how you feel about him. And what he says, you interpret in the way that you feel about him. And so if you still are a fan of his, uh, you were able to listen and say, boy, the Packers really did him wrong. And if you're in what seems like the majority of the Packers fan base, you listen to him and said, God, this guy's full of himself. I don't believe anything he's saying. But the bottom line is I think he did for someone who I do believe cared about this organization for a long time. I think he owed it to that history and those memories and those fans that do still support him. 
to take this time to talk about his time there. And the stuff about the Jets can wait because he's not a Jet yet. He'll have plenty of opportunity to talk about how excited he is once he actually is a Jet. Jason, what was one of the most surprising things you heard Rogers say today? Yeah, I, I, you know, Sandy, I'm not sure I was surprised by much of anything. Um, again, I was left with some questions that I would like to have had addressed more. And, and you know, I, I was a little bit, I was a little bit taken aback uh, that he frankly didn't go after um, whether it was Mark Murphy or Brian Gutekunst more than he did. That was the one thing that surprised me. Like I thought, you know, for a guy that, you know, everyone remembers after his off season of discontent, I was in the room where it happened, um, him coming back before the 21 season and, you know, just his, him reporting to training camp and just taking a flamethrower to the organization. I mean, I've never sat through a press conference like, I mean, he just, it was like Festivus, like airing all the grievances. And he, he aired a few of them, and he hearkened back to some of the things he said at the time about how guys were treated on their way out the building and whatever else. But I, I thought he would go much more all in on criticism, and I thought instead he, he clearly went into this with the intention of trying to win at least some hearts and minds uh, about how much he appreciated his time in Green Bay, and he wanted to at least show some in his mind, meaningful level of appreciation and gratitude to the people that supported him during his Packers career, which he very, very clearly made it sound like, uh, even though the Packers haven't traded him yet, is over. You know, Jason, I, I thought, Aaron, when he mentioned that he had a you know, 90% retired going into the darkness retreat, 10% hanging on to playing, it, it felt to me like the news he found out about the Packers' shift in sentiment, at least in his mind, that may, did that skew his desire to be back in and, and want to play and, and, and shift that 90-10 back the other direction? Yeah, you know, I, I think he may, from what I could tell, and, and again, it, you know, some of it was a little bit hard to follow. I've listened to it twice now. Um, you know, it sounded to me like he went in to the darkness 90-10 to retire. He said also later in the interview, that he walked off the field after the loss to the Lions, believing he was going to retire. That's why he didn't give up back his didn't give his jersey to. I don't know if it was Kirby Joseph or who it was that asked for him, uh, for the jersey. But then you know he goes into the darkness ninety ten to retire. He comes out, and I think what he said was that he wanted he he felt he wanted to explore what playing would look like. So he was no longer ninety ten after that. And then that's when he discovered that the Packers didn't really want him anymore and that they were shopping him is what he said. And so I think that that may have increased a guy who obviously loves the chip on the shoulder. I think that may have increased his desire to play once he realized that the Packers, in his opinion, had not been forthright with him after the season and now were wanting to definitely move on from him. I think that certainly motivated him, but I, I, I think he definitely left the darkness more willing to play than he said he went into it. And how much more willing, he didn't give a percentage. Hey, Jason, we've only got a minute. Everybody's talking like this is a done deal, but the problem is it's not yet a done deal. Do his comments today help or hurt the likelihood that this ultimately gets done? I don't think they have much of an impact. I think both teams are in a challenging spot. The Jets and obviously their fan base and the fact that the musical chairs at quarterback 
uh, they're kind of, they're, they've put all their chips in on Aaron Rodgers, and now they have to wait. Uh, on the flip side, if I was Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, I would dare the Packers to bring him back at $60 million and be a backup to Jordan Love. I think both teams have some leverage, but I don't think after I lived through the summer of 2008 with Favre, and they even claimed then, oh, Brett can come back as a backup. Uh, I would call that bluff if I was the Jets and the Packers. I would not suddenly give in to the Packers' trade demands. Uh, yeah, sure, put $60 million on your cap, and you bring Aaron Rodgers back even though you'd really rather have Jordan Love. I'd love to see how that plays out. So I think the Packers are the ones that need to be a little more motivated to cave uh, they should just meet in the middle and get it over with, though, because this isn't helping anybody. Hey, Jason, final thing for you. It, 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 timeline here. As the contract is currently structured, June 1st appears to be a pivot point with what the Packers could owe Aaron. If there is no contract restructuring, do we look ahead to after June 1st as a timeline for a potential deal to get done, or do you anticipate something getting done prior to that? I would I would think that they all want it done before that, but you know the Packers obviously want to draft pick sooner rather than after Rodgers is on the team, and they probably have more success than they had this year. Uh, the problem is this option bonus. The Packers window opens on Friday to to uh, exercise it. The window close. They have to do it by the first week of the regular season. So, at if they cut him, it automatically is activated, and now they've got like ninety nine million dollars on their cap. So. Uh, this, this is the timeline is a problem, but I don't think it's a problem between now and June or even July. At some point though, this could get really ugly if it's not done before training camp starts. ESPN's Jason Wildey, always great perspective. Thank you, Jason. Enjoy your time with the athletic guy later. Yeah, we will. You, you stay smart.